Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are joined by Tommy Curran, as we are each and every Thursday at 3.30 here on WEEI. He's brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 and by Unified Office, where they help business maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran, as all our guests, joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, Tom, how's it going? Tremendous. How are you, Adam? Uh, it's going very, very well here. We're a little disappointed in the uh, the trade deadline. I'm still getting over you calling me a weirdo last week, or whatever you called me, but I've uh, I've moved on. Weird guy. Oh, weird. Yeah, you definitely have moved on. Uh, How many hours later is it? And it's the first thing you bring up. No, it's true. It's uh, it's it cut me very deep. It cut me very, very deep. You know you're weird. No, I uh, trust me. I absolutely know that. When it comes to uh, being at the Super Bowl, Tom, your your boots on the ground. We were playing some audio you had with Mike Lombardi. We've been playing interviews you've had all week at the Super Bowl. What is the uh, what is the Patriots related buzz in Phoenix right now? Is there a lot of buzz about the Patriots and what they're going to be doing this offseason and what they're gearing up for? Bill's future is something you've touched on. Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, I know, is something you've touched on. Like, what is the general feeling around the league? Because the whole league's there about the Patriots this offseason. They are really a, a minor story. They would be down in the fifteenth paragraph of a thirty paragraph story. There, no, I'm not getting that far. I know. I know, and and most people aren't. They are, you know, I don't want to say they're Chicago Bears-level interest, but actually Chicago's got the number one overall pick, so I don't even know if the interest is that high. They've already made the moves that are conversation-worthy. They've at least got their basic sedan back on the highway, pointed in the correct direction on the road back to the Super Bowl, but the thing only goes about 63 miles an hour. To me, what's interesting about this is I'm trying to gain intel about, okay, what do they need to get back to being an elite team? The consensus is you need a dual-threat quarterback who has transcendent skills. Greg Cosell, who I spoke to for a long time, said that's not necessarily the case. And if it was, then every team that didn't have that would stink. So I think there's guarded optimism around the Patriots when people actually are thinking about them. So in that track, since you're bringing up the quarterback, what is the perception of Mac Jones that you've heard on Radio Row, just generally around the Super Bowl, because uh, I'm thinking specifically of some of the um, comments that he had for the coaching staff in those that three-game stretch that I think had a lot of blowback here in New England. It definitely had blowback here, but I think that for the people who weren't embedded and watching it unfold over a few weeks 
where the first week everyone's like, yeah, I don't blame him. Second week was, eh, that's kind of plenty. Third week was like, enough. <laughs> but here it's more, like I, it's more of I understand where he's coming from. You know, it was a crime against football what the Patriots tried to perpetrate with their coaching staff. And Mac Jones remains a sympathetic figure. And, and Mac Jones remains somebody who last year becomes a complete mulligan for him. And this year is vital. Tommy, what would you grade Bill Belichick's uh, appearance on Tom Brady's podcast if you were uh, if you were handing out grades? Ooh. Uh, a plus. I mean, you rarely hear Bill with a high pitched, um, quick cadence conversation. I've been lucky enough when things were good between us to hear him talk like that. We're having a good conversation, and he gets like that here and there in life, probably a lot in life, but not often for public consumption. And he knows when he's doing it. And he said, all right, well, I'm going to give Tom my best here because Tom gave me his best. And I'm going to make this entertaining. And I'm going to let my guard down. And the two of us are going to give the perception to everybody that we loved each other intensely every moment. And uh, he succeeded. What was the biggest thing that was left unsaid in that podcast appearance, in your opinion? Oh, that's a good question. It might you. take a heartbeat for me to figure out what exactly I would say. Um, you know, really, really a, an unblinking, an unblinking confrontation of the fact that for the two men to get where they wanted to be professionally in their forties and nearing seventy, that they had to split. Simple. You know, we don't need the neat, tied-off, palatable pablum that we're being served of. You know. We loved each other the whole way through. And, and, and I used to get on Tom because Tom loved it. Tom didn't love it. Tom didn't love being told that, you know, his personal body coach was going to be exiled from the facility and doesn't want anyone seeing him. He, he, that, he didn't want to be told, uh, have his best friend Gronk told that, you know, he was slipping significantly in his performance. He didn't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo come in and then not as a result get a contract for years and then never get the contract you hope for, including a five, five, $1 million bonuses that he had no shot at hitting because he had terrible weapons around him. Those weren't happy days. So just, just say that they were across purposes, but you know, all the hatchets are buried. And that's great. Tom, speaking of weapons, we were just talking about what the Eagles have done over the last season and getting AJ Brown is receiver a position, to your knowledge, that the Patriots are focused on upgrading at? We talk so much about the true number one receiver, and now you have Jacoby Myers, a potential free agent. Do you have any sense of them leaning towards holding on to him or going out and adding a bigger piece there? I don't yet, and I think Jacoby Myers is going to be a perfect candidate for the, go out and see what you can find. Go see what's out there. Then come on back. Let us know. And I think Jacoby Myers is going to say, good, I'll show them. And he's going to go out and everyone's going to say, like it, nice player. You were productive there. But we're all set. We're going to find somebody who runs a 4-4. And he'll come back and the Patriots will be able to lowball him an offer that he'll either take or leave. And that will be a win for the Patriots. Um, to me, they have much more pressing issues on the offensive line. That's something that Mike Lombardi talked about a bit. Because if you don't have a transcendent quarterback – who can create on his own when things break down under pressure, then you better get him the protection so that he doesn't have things break down. And I know that people can go, well, Joe Burrow didn't have that. He had a bad offensive line, and he still does. They got him the receivers, I guess. But the Patriots aren't necessarily built the same way. Or I, I don't think there's enough evidence that 
that way works. I'd rather see a really good offensive line, and I think they do have enough talent there at the receiver position around if you resign Jacoby Myers. I'm sure you guys disagree, but I think there's enough. I, I personally would like to see more, but I want to circle back to something. Yeah, you gotta. I, I personally want to circle back to something uh, that Arkham was asking about, the, the podcast with Brady and Belichick. And this occurred to me, uh, hearing your answer, I've heard Rich Keefe talk about this a lot at night, uh, how that came about. How did and Tom, you're you're plugged in. How, what's your understanding of how Bill ended up going on the podcast? Did Brady reach out? Did Brady's people reach out? What, how did that end up happening? Because I'd imagine, however long Brady's been doing the podcast, it could have happened any time in the last seven, eight, ten years. However long he's been doing it, this is when he does it. How, how did it happen? And why? Why is Bill going on now? Well, my guess is he's always played for either. Bill, and he's not going to go on a podcast for Brady when he's one of his employees because we know how we, how much he enjoyed Brady when he was a player and his outside interests. I mean, that's really the crux of the issue. Tom Brady's outside interests still drove Bill crazy. So he wasn't going to do it then. Meanwhile, when he's playing for the Buccaneers, it's not like Brady's going to ask him because Bill's going to say, no, you don't play for my team. I'm not going to be on your podcast. Bill could have done, I'm sorry to jump in, but Bill could have done it like last year when Brady quote-unquote, retired, like he was retired last year and not a member of the Bucks. That that could have been a time that Bill did it. I guess. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't ruminated on it that much, nor did I ask. But I imagine it was probably put forth by somebody around Brady. Let's see if Bill wants to do it. So I, I, I honestly don't have a great answer for you on that. I'm going to be candid. Okay. Well, maybe uh, you Sorry. know, maybe maybe we'll ask around and we'll uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. Maybe we could, yeah. uh, maybe we could, uh, maybe we could do that. Uh, I, I want to uh, just finish up on this. Was that an assignment? Yes, that's a, that's a homework assignment. That's uh, by <laughs> by by Thursday at three thirty. We're going to need this from you uh, next week. Tom. I'll just put this weird weirdo once dot 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 every week. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. If we could, if we could give you a weekly homework assignment, that's that's great. Here's your first one. Yeah. Uh, we we'd be loath uh, not to ask you about your pick here in the Super Bowl. Who do you think actually wins? I think the Eagles will just roll over them. I really do, I th- especially on the ground. I, I think that the it could be a sh- uninteresting game. Wow, huh? <laughs> wow. Uh, getting I, loose. I almost had to dump you getting there. loose over there, Tom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Miss you guys, though. I know. Tommy, Joe Mixon didn't run all over Kansas City. Why are the Eagles going to? Well, I got a better offensive line. We talked about this. I told you that Cincinnati has a bad offensive line, Christian. Yeah, but he has a better uh, running back. He already told you. We went through this. Jarvis <laughs> Green Ellis wasn't a great running back. He had a good offensive line. It's a good point. And he never it's a good point. Uh, yeah, so I let, think, I think let's, it'll come down to the trenches. Well, let's uh, let's let you go here, Tom, so you can get started on that homework assignment if you don't mind, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Okay. I'll circle up during the week. All right, perfect. He is uh, he is Tommy Curran. Our conversation with Tommy Curran was brought to you by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.